Hello, welcome to the 125 Roller Coaster Challenge Trends and Staple Podcast. I'm Paul, and I'm going to be flying solo today with this special ERT episode because Janine's a little bit under the weather. So what is an ERT? So if you are a coaster enthusiast, you know that an ERT stands for Exclusive Ride Time. And when it comes to our podcast, what an ERT is, is a bonus episode. Usually we have our episodes on Tuesday, but every once in a while we want to go a little bit off script. We want to talk about things that are a little bit different, and that's what the ERTs come in, and we try to do those on Friday. But before we start with the ERT and discuss the subject for this ERT, I want to talk about the month we just had. So November was basically our one-year anniversary. We had 673 downloads. Now that is huge for us. Uh, Usually a standard month of downloads is between 200 and 250. So for us to get 673 downloads in 13 different countries and 23 different states, that's just huge for us. We're so glad that people are starting to like the content of this podcast. We love the fact that people keep coming back and back and back every week. And we do a lot of interactive things with our weekly giveaways and we're noticing a lot of great responses and in regards to the great responses what we decided to do on Sunday was basically say we want to do an ERT you guys pick the subject so the two subjects were what's new in 22 and straight as an arrow because I noticed that Coaster Dash just did a thing on Morgan's and it kind of inspired me to uh, we always talk about the type of coasters but we never really talked about the manufacturers of the coasters and our favorite coasters in that realm well the votes are in and by a vote of 19 to 7, people wanted to know what's new for 22. So that's what we decided to do. We sat back, we did a lot of research, went to different websites, uh, we did a lot of different things, and we actually have what's new for 22 as of today, which is December 3rd, 2021. So I want to break this down into our home parks and Cedar Fair Park, Six Flags Parks. And then, of course, we got to talk about the roller coasters. So now our home parks, we're going to go through them first. And there's really not that much going on, which is sad to say. But the first home park I'm going to talk about is Hershey Park which is the one we always consider our home park. And there, really, with 2020, they got so delayed with their new entrance and with Candymonium that really 21 was them just completing the job from 2020. And the latest thing that they did was, of course, open up the Chalk and Tear restaurant right by the entrance, which is a high-end, fantastic menu restaurant that's right above the gift shop. And, of course, if you're familiar with Hershey Park, you got to go through the exit right through uh, Milton's and all that. Upstairs from Milton's, which is the ice cream parlor, is basically the chocolatier. But I did notice when I was doing some website stuff was, in the past, they had Mr. B, who used to do the uh, videoki, I think it's called, type product that people could do, which was basically located right across from the arcade. Well, I noticed this year in 2021, it was closed down, and now I noticed that they have a thing called a Pepsi Pop Star, which is a 3D motion capture video thing. Now, if you remember, at one point they had this thing, Bubbles, and they had this whole area that was really, really, really well-themed right across from the triple drop towers. Well, now that's been converted into a video-key type of an event. That's the only thing I really noticed that's going to be new for Hershey Park in 22 is the Pepsi Pop Star. Then we went to Dorney. And Dawny's got nothing. Now, I hate to say they got nothing because, yet again, they do have the carnival coming throughout the year. But really, there is no new attractions, which is quite a bummer because there's been a lot of rumors about wooden shuttle coaster possibly coming. Everybody's been talking about, you know, that whole area with Stinger and the fact that Possessed might be getting taken down, that there's going to be a new coaster. Well, at this point... It's all just rumors. There's nothing confirmed right now for Dorney Park at all, except for the Carnival coming back. The next park I want to talk about is, of course, Knobles. And Knobles, 
I don't see anything on their sites yet, but that is not too weird for Knobles. Knobles historically has bought a lot of things late in the season, in particular some flat rides they add. They do a lot of those kind of things, but it's usually not on a normal schedule. So I'm not saying there's nothing new for 22 when it comes to Knobles, but we don't know of anything yet. Knowing Knobles, there's probably going to be some new menu items. There's going to be some smaller stuff there, but I don't see any new rides or any new attractions coming right now. So next one I want to talk about is the Dutch Wonderland, which is in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And it's pretty much, we have the four near us. So we are actually located between Hershey Park, Dorney, Knobles, and Dutch Wonderland. So if you want to know where we are, just kind of triangulate that there. With uh, Dutch Wonderland, did not see anything new, except for the fact that I didn't realize this until I did the research, but apparently they won the golden ticket for Best Family Park. So congratulations. We're just going to give them a little bit of applause here for Dutch Wonderland. It is a fantastic park. It actually was the last credit I got for uh, 2021 so far. I'm not saying that I'm done grabbing credits, but right now the newest credit that I have is actually Merlin's Mayhem at 320. I'm sure they're going to have some new stuff coming up there, but right now nothing's announced. So of course, now we got to talk about our two Six Flags parks and Six Flags Great Adventure right now. We all notice if you go on the forums that they're painting Bizarro. Well, they're also talking about there possibly might be a retheming of Bizarro. Now, this isn't the first time that this coaster has been rethemed. If you are familiar with it, it was the first original floorless coaster ever built by B&M, and it started out as Medusa. Then they had this whole story. If you ever get stuck in line for Bizarro and you got to read the placards, there's this whole story of how Bizarro in Six Flags New England shifted over here to a great event and there's whole storyboards and all that kind of stuff there. So it's been bizarro for numerous years. So now it sounds like they're going to be retheming it yet again. So we're going to look forward to that. Not really changing the coaster. If you just change the theme, not a new credit. Never thought it should be a new credit if you just paint it or anything like that. So it might be a neat, interesting idea and theme, but really it doesn't really change the coaster much. Uh, Six Flags America is our next uh, home park that we consider. And doing a lot of research there, there's still nothing, uh, nothing really new there. The one thing I am missing this year, and I know they have a new CEO, but Six Flags used to do an amazing video that told you what was going on at all the parks. The new guy does not do it, which I'm going to boo that. Boo! Because I really enjoyed the uh, videos, and I also enjoyed seeing what was going on in all those parks. But right now, from what I can see, there's nothing new really going on in 22 at Six Flags America. Of course, all this stuff can change. This is for December 3rd. You know, there's still four more months before seasons start. When you go over to uh King's Dominion now. King's Dominion, we at least have something going on, and we knew this was coming for a while. They are redoing the entire safari area to be Jungle Expedition, all right? So if you're familiar with King's Dominion, they had that whole section there that uh, had Volcano, and it had uh, it was all themed towards Africa. They're still going to keep that going, but Volcano's gone, and they also got rid of their topspin, I believe it was. So they replaced the topspin with a 4D coaster. Now, this is the first time that Cedar Fair is actually doing the 4D coasters. Most of these 4D coasters end up at Six Flags. This one's called a Tumbley or something like that. It's going to be themed, the jungles, and it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Like I said, for me, these are a one and done credit there. If you know how to pronounce this, I would greatly appreciate it, but I'm going to go with Tumbley. All right, so Tumbley is what we're going to call it. If I'm right, fantastic. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I apologize. With the spelling, it looks kind of weird. It's great to get a new coaster at King's Dominion because if you're looking at it, they kind of got rid of Hurler, they kind 
kind of got rid of the volcano. Things were going negative, not positive. I'm sad to say that they are opening up this uh, 4D coaster when right down the road, yes, people, it looks like March or April, we are finally going to have Pantheon over at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Now, if you're familiar with the SeaWorld parks, what ended up happening was this thing called COVID, and it kind of threw everything for a loop when it came to the coaster world. A lot of coasters that were supposed to open in 2020 are now looking like they're going to open in 2022. And one of those, of course, is Pantheon. Definitely, if you're not familiar with Pantheon, this is an Intamin launch coaster. It's got triple launches. It's got switch tracks. It's got top hats. This thing is an amazing, amazing ride. I have been very excited for the possibility of riding Pantheon. I love the fact that it's in our backyard. It looks like it's going to happen in the spring. So, Busch Gardens Williamsburg looks like for the home parks, you're knocking out of the park so of course you're only going up against a uh, pop star thing at hershey you're going up against uh retheming a bizarro and a 4d so for the home parks bush gardens williamsburg you are the winner so let's talk about some of the uh, cedar fair parks now we already talked about king's dominion and dorney nothing going on at dorney except for carnival and uh of course you have the new roller coaster and the new theming of the jungle expedition at king's dominion so what's going on at king's island well king's island it is the 50th year of fun yes king's island's been around for 50 years they're going to have events food live shows if you go to their website kingsisland.com they're going to have a list of all the different new things everything's going to be focused around the 50 years of fun so we're looking forward to that but it doesn't look like there's any new attractions at this point that are coming down the pike it's mostly just going to be a celebration which of course that's fantastic the mothership cedar point they had the 150th year for 2020 and everything kind of got messed up with that they're adding uh, cedar point nights adding a brand new restaurant over to the back of the park if you've been keeping up with the news you'd see that the um, antique cars over there by steel vengeance and maverick is pretty much gone and from what i understand it's going to be a signature new chef high higher-end type restaurant that they're putting in there. So, of course, you know it's going to be beautifully themed in the whole nine yards. Hoping, my fingers are crossed, that this is going to be another uh, season pass-friendly type of restaurant like they have at uh, Dorney Park in the water park there, or they have over towards the front of the park there. Also, they have the Frontier Festival, which is another event. So, when you're looking at Cedar Point, no new rides. You know something's going to be coming big uh, probably in 23, just because you just got rid of Wicked Twister. There's a lot of activity there in that front part of the park by Gatekeeper. That whole side of the park is pretty much in flux. So you know something big is going to be going on there, but it does not look like it's going to happen in 22. Really, a lot of the other parks, nothing really announced that Canada's Wonderland, they're going to have an international food festival, which kind of makes sense because it's Canada, so of course it's international. And then, of course, I talked about Dorney getting the uh, Grand Carnival, but also Carowinds, uh, Valley Fair, and Worlds of Fun are also slated to get this event. Now, I've personally never been to this event, but my brother has, and he says it's a fantastic time. It's a really fantastic fantastic environment and it's something that's really good idea for these um, mid-level parks so that's our cedar fairs as of right now now let's talk about our favorite chain here uh six flags six flags actually has a lot of stuff going on here. So we talked about Great Adventure. They're basically doing a bizarre retheming is what we're hearing. Nothing really announced now for Six Flags America. But when we talk about the Texas park, Six Flags Fiesta Texas is getting Dr. Diabolical's Cliffhanger. So they are finally doing a B&M. Now, if you're familiar, RMC and Six Flags have been joined at the hip for years, but they really haven't done much with B&M. So the fact that they're finally getting a 200-foot, 95-degree dive coaster, it's going to be 
be a fantastic addition to the park. And we're really excited about this because we really think that this is going to be a fantastic addition to Fiesta Texas. That is actually putting Fiesta Texas on my radar to make sure I hit that in 22. They're getting a big coaster. So what's going on at the one over in Dallas, the Six Flags over Texas? Well, it looks like we haven't heard the exact date yet, but it sounds like Aquaman's Power Wave is going to be operational. Now, yet again, this was a 2020-2021 kind of addition that kind of got delayed for obvious reasons. Now, this if you look at this ride, it is a very, very unique ride. It is pretty much a shoot-to-shoots with coaster elements or a coaster with shoot-to-shoot elements. At the end of it, you're going to get wet. And it's a really neat thing. You shoot up, you shoot back, and then you go through the water and you get drenched. Also, though, I was doing some more research because that's what I did. They have a dark ride coming in too. It's called Pirates of Spelunker Cave, I believe. And it's a new dark ride. And for me, anytime you get a dark ride, that's a win. This is a type of ride that a lot of them are dying and it's a really unique, uh, I just love dark rides. I just, you know, I'm not a big fan of the scares, but I do love a good dark ride, especially when it's a hot day and that's air conditioned. That's fantastic. At Six Flags St. Louis, they have Adventure Cove coming, which is an interactive play area for kids. You know, we got to give some love to the water parks there. Also, from what I understand, the uh, Catwoman's Whip is a flat ride that was supposed to open but got delayed. It looks like that is now going to be taking place and be all ready to go. Of course, Six Flags Magic Mountain, you got Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, which is basically a slightly larger, because there's a turnaround, version of Jersey Devil, which totally makes sense here because you have Jersey Devil hugging the East Coast. Now at Magic Mountain, you're going to have Wonder Woman's Flight of Courage. These are fantastic rides. I've actually heard a lot of negatives about Jersey Devil, which is incredibly surprising because I'm going to be honest, I went on Jersey Devil and I was really happy with it. I got on there early so I was dealing with a little bit of the jankiness the, a couple of the issues that they had with it but all in all, Jersey Devil was a fantastic ride. Never been on anything like it before. I know it's not as whippy as the Railblazers and the uh, Woman Woman Golden Lasso. This is a really great concept and Magic Mountain's going to be very happy with this ride. Now Six Flags Great America Kind of like with the Bizarro, a great adventure. It sounds like Vertical Velocity might be getting a retheming, okay? Yet again, not a new coaster. Depends on what they do. But us, it doesn't count as a new coaster credit unless it gets relocated or there is a change to the ride experience, i.e. stand up to floorless. So for us, we've never done Vertical Velocity, so this doesn't really affect us. All right, now let's talk about Darren Lake. Six Flags Darren Lake has Wahoo Wave, which is a tornado wave water slide complex. These water parks definitely always need upgraded. They need some new attractions. And Darren Lake is quickly becoming one of my favorite Six Flags parks because we get to visit it when we visit Devon. Also, there's a Six Flags Whitewater, which is over in Georgia. Did not know about it, actually. Don't Didn't know much about it, but uh, they're getting a Python Plunge, which sounds like it is a brand new water slide complex also. So I'm wondering, um, eventually I'm going to have to check this out because Georgia is highly on my list because of something we're going to be talking about very soon. Uh, Six Flags Discovery Cove is uh, getting a side Wander Safari, which is a Zampira spinning coaster. So think of it like a Raging Cajun. It's basically a nice family attraction, but of course, a coaster is a coaster, and uh, these are really good. A lot of people love them, and they're going to really enjoy it there. And of course, La Ronde. We got can't forget La Ronde, even though we try to forget about La Ronde. They are getting uh, it's a Viper. 
basically Viper in French. Vampire, I believe is what it's called. What this is, is the uh, Green Lantern coaster over at Magic Mountain has been relocated to Canada. Now, a lot of people, especially Airtime Thrills, considered this coaster to be the worst coaster they ever ridden. And the fact that they're cleaning it up and giving it to Laron, it's kind of funny in my opinion. What I understand is because of California's restrictions that there was uh, some issues with this Intamin Free Fly that others do not have in Europe. So maybe if they're able to fix those issues in Canada because they're not under the same laws, this might not be quite as bad of a ride as I've heard. Okay. So let's talk about the coasters because that's what you're here for. So there are a lot of coasters and just letting you know that we are a U.S. based podcast. So we are going to be talking about the stuff going on in the United States. Now, I'm not saying our coasters are better than Europe or China or anything like that. It's just that I have not traveled there. So my main focus is on the United States and there is a lot of ones coming up here. So first of all, Aquaman Power Wave. We talked about it Six Flags Over Texas. Fingers crossed that that's going to go. The next one I want to talk about just got alerted. People just found out about it, and it's Air Force One. No, I did not mess that up. It is not Air Force One. It is actually Air Force One. And the reason for that is because the owners of Fun Spot's last name is Airy. If you saw the POVs on this, this is going to be a landmark coaster. And the fact that it's coming to Fun Spot Atlanta is huge. This is an RMC original ground up iBox coaster. It's got so many different elements that this may be considered one of the best RMCs. This is going to be up there with a Steel Vengeance. This is going to be up there with an Iron Quasi as and all these top end RMCs. Air Force One, if you're looking at POVs, this thing is going to be extraordinary. And the fact that it's come to such a small park like Fun Spot Atlanta is mystifying. All right, next one I want to talk about, let's talk about Glenwood Caverns getting a Gerslauer uh, called Defiance. Now this one, it's a Gerslauer and, you know, I like them, but this one looks really neat because it's stuck on the side of a cliff. The location of this Gerslauer actually means more than the coaster. So you look at the elements, it's got a couple inversions. It's, it's very much a standard Gerslauer coaster, but because it's stuck on the side of a mountain, it kind of reminds me of Wildfire over at Silver Dollar City, where yes, that's a floorless looping kind of B&M, but because it's stuck on the side of a mountain, it takes it to another level. And that's the same thing with this. But then of course, I talked about earlier, Dr. Diabolicals, Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. That one's gonna be good. And then, of course, the next thing I want to talk about, actually, the next four I want to talk about, are the SeaWorld coasters. Now, yet again, every one of these were slated for 2020. Every one of them has been delayed till 22. So the first one is over at SeaWorld San Diego. It's called Emperor, and it is a dive coaster. So we're actually getting two dive coasters from B&M in 22. This one, like I said, the stats aren't as impressive as a Valraven or a Yukon Striker, and that's mainly because of the fact that in California, you have a lot more height restrictions. But but Emperor is going to be a great addition. SeaWorld San Diego is kind of behind the other parks in the chain. So this is going to help them out. The next one is Icebreaker over at SeaWorld Orlando. I actually got to see this one testing when I went earlier this year. And the neat thing about it is it's kind of a family coaster and it's kind of not. It's not going to be a super intense coaster like some of these 
other ones that we're talking about on the SeaWorld chain. But this one is going to be unique. It's a shuttle coaster, which, of course, by itself is very uh, unique. And if you're not familiar, a shuttle coaster is not a closed circuit. So you go up and then you go back. Uh, you might not be going backwards, but it doesn't have a complete circuit. Like I said, this one looks very unique. It's going to be a great addition. It's right by the water. And, you know, like I said, I saw the testing and I was very impressed. For me, the next one has been one I've been waiting for, and it's Iron Quasi. I have pictures of myself in front of the uh, the queue and seen it testing, and I think this has a chance, and I know this is not going to be a popular opinion, but I think this one actually has a chance to beat Steel Vengeance as a top RMC because, uh, for me, the crocodile roll looks like something that's going to be amazing. I love the uh, barrel roll drops, and hitting a barrel roll drop with speed is something I am looking forward to. Iron Quasi is definitely going to be it's definitely going to be up there with some of the top coasters coming through. Then of course there's Pantheon which I discussed earlier over at Busch Gardens Williamsburg and then you have uh, Tumbuli, Tumbuli, Tumbuli uh, over at King's Dominion and then wow, uh, Wonder Woman Flight of Courage over at Magic Mountain. Now, there are a couple other smaller ones that are going to be there. There's a park called Trader's Village and they have a Prairie Screamer. I could not find POV on this. It definitely looks like it is going to be very interesting. And then there's actually a coaster that has yet to be named over at Lost Island Water Park. Uh, yet again, these smaller parks seem to be getting some brand new, up-to-date kind of coasters. Now, there's a few more that I need to talk about here. And some of these are going to be, these are really unique ones. So, you got Indiana Beach that actually has two that are going to be coming. One's called the American uh, Dreary Looper, which is a classic coaster. Uh, Three-loop Schwarzkopf. You don't see these anymore. They actually bought it from South America. They brought it up here. So that's going to be fantastic. Uh, just a kind of a throwback. And I hear these things are really wicked on the G's. And then, of course, they also have a uh, Zyacon Galaxy coaster, another classic uh, mouse-type ride. So it's great to see Indiana Beach kind of embracing their history and embracing the retro type coasters and the fact that they're going to have two that should open up in 2022 is going to be fantastic now of course i would not be doing my job if i wasn't going to talk about epcot yes people epcot is actually getting their own coaster finally and it's going to be themed to guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind now this one looks like it's going to be Kind of a game changer. When I looked at the POV and the way that everything works, kind of reminds me of Time Traveler with the launch and the spinning aspect. But it's going to be inside because they like doing inside coasters here. Uh, also because of the heat probably. But this is going to be something that's going to be unprecedented. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be fantastic. And it's going to be happening at Epcot finally. Over at a Tell Adventure Park. So if you know these Mattel rides, Hot Wheels and stuff like that, they're opening up their own amusement park in Arizona, and they're going to open up with two coasters. First one's called Bone Shaker. Not much information on Bone Shaker, but the big one there is called Hot Wheels Roller Coaster. And this one looks like a great racing type coaster. Very unique for this kind of park here. Brand new park and two coasters. Themed, you know, kind of reminds me of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shell Razor. The stats on that thing... It's a big adult ride, but it's themed after kids. It looks like Hot Wheels is going to be a really solid ride uh, with kind of a kid's theming. Uh, the next one I want to talk about, this one just came out of nowhere too. Uh, IAPA is when they made the big announcement. There is a park in Texas, Austin, Texas, called Codaland. Uh, not many people go there. It's mostly a kid's park there, but they're getting a ride called the Palodrome, which is going to be 
a pretty extreme ride. It's actually at one point you're going to be doing an inversion over a road. The only other ride I really know that goes over active roads is over at Waldemere uh, with Ravine Flyer 2. So the fact that they've got Paladome is going to be going there. It actually has a bunny hill on the spike. It's a really unique looking coaster. And the fact that Codaland and Six Flags Over Texas and Fiesta Texas are all getting coasters. Texas is huge on my list to make sure we hit. Also, a couple smaller ones here. We got a Super Grover's Box Cart Derby coming to Sesame Place, San Diego. Yes, they rethemed a part of their, another park under Sesame Place. So it's not only just in Langhorne, Pennsylvania by Philadelphia. There's actually one on the other side. And of course, they're going to use the same name, Super Grover's Box Cart Derby. There's one called Fireball over at Adventureland, New York. And last but not least, even though Janine's not here, she would kill me if I did not discuss Tron Light Cycle Run over at the Magic Kingdom. Yes, people, the Magic Kingdom is getting a brand new roller coaster. And this one looks like it's going to be fantastic. It's actually a clone of the one at Shanghai Disney or Disney Shanghai. We have an idea what it's going to look like, but it looks really fun. It's kind of an extreme Haggards. I noticed that Haggards and Tron are both, you know, individual seat kind of rides. So it's going to be very interesting. Quickly here, looking at this list, I'm going to say that pretty much the top five in no particular order but the ones that i'm looking at that are going to be like must ride is of course going to be the two over at uh, walt disney world i'm going to count those as one which is guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind and tron then of course i think pantheon i've waited forever for pantheon i can't wait to get on pantheon i'm so excited for pantheon airy force one has come out of nowhere and i'm so happy that this is basically such a small park in such a magnificent magnificent ride. It's just fantastic. And then, of course, uh, the next one I have to look at that kind of caught my eye is Palodrome. Uh, it's just a, such a unique ride that I'm excited to actually get down there to Texas and try this out. And then, of course, for me, still the most anticipated new roller coaster is Iron Quasi. So, once again, this was, uh, ERT was basically brought about by people voting. Now, how do you vote? So, basically, if you go to 125 Roller Coaster on Facebook or on Instagram, you can vote. We do three polls, sometimes four polls every week. And when you vote, you actually get entries into our weekly giveaway. This week, we are giving away, fingers crossed, Janine, that we are giving away the Alfundo doll. But you also have options of a Bush Gardens SeaWorld drink cup. You also have a Six Flags hooded sweatshirts. And of course, you've got a Hurricane Harbor hat. So when you actually vote in these polls, you have a chance to win these. Other way that you can get entries into this drawing every week is to comment on our podcast. You know, go to Spotify, go to uh, Apple Podcasts, leave comments about our podcast. You get three permanent votes. By permanent votes, your poll votes get taken out every week and we start anew. But a permanent vote is there every week. So if you keep commenting on our stuff, you're going to keep getting three in there and it's going to increase your chances of winning. If you decide to follow us on TrimTheStablePodcast.com, you get five permanent votes. And if you go to Podcast Addict, if you go to Podchaser, CastBox, or Apple Podcasts and leave a review, you get 10 permanent entries into all of our drawings. So once again, I'm Paul and I want to thank everybody for all the support and I'm going to see you in the queue.